Well, Ben, it sure was an exciting time that we had in Hollywood last week. Sure was a shame that none of those films ended up getting adapted, though. Yeah, especially the uh, the one with, you know, the high art one that we really liked. And... No, Fight School was good as well. I think the problem was a bit too much rock. Yeah, apparently they don't like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Shame. No. I mean, he's still here this week. Oh, yeah, there we oh. He's just just left the broom. Yeah, no, but uh, still with us this week. But well, we actually have him co- brewing coffee for us now, which is yeah, I know he's a he's our coffee rock. Very kind of him. But uh, no, Ben, got a very exciting uh, week this week. Got got some American venture capitalists coming to our very humble company. Oh, I think I hear a, a plane outside now. Oh, I, I can. Oh, the coffee's shaking. Tables are. Sh- oh, I'm shaking as well. Oh, okay. Nope. All right, I think that's just the nerves. Oh, yeah. I, I hear a knock at the door. Have they not landed at the airport? No, I guess not. I, I'll go open the door. Oh, come on in, gentlemen. Hi. Hello there. You look beautiful. Oh, thank you very How, how's much. How's your day going? It's, it's going fantastic, especially now that you two are here. Oh, please, introduce yourselves. Uh, I'm Ben. I'm not doing it first. You do it. Oh, okay. Uh, ben, you go first. Hello, I'm Ben. I make right. games. Hi, right I'm James. Here. I help Ben. Okay. I'm we Liam. got the right people. I have a lot of money. I'm Dan. I don't have a lot of money. He holds all my money. Oh, I see. Oh, no. he, he's the money man. I, I can tell. Mm-hmm. I, that's why he's got the giant dollar signs on his suit. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. My suit's okay, actually so... made of dollar bills. Oh, wow. That's... Can I... Oh, so... yeah. yeah you like Let's it? cut to the chase here, gentlemen. Okay. You two are the brilliant game designers we know and love, right? Mm-hmm. That's why we're here. Correct. We haven't so, published any games yet, but well, that's all right. But we are brilliant, and people do love us. I'm sure they. I do. believe you. We've come to you with a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. We have just acquired the rights to Pong. Just Ooh. just yesterday over brunch, it was very good. Very good food there. Put some Nutella in the bread. Anyway, we have. But one simple question for you. What is it? If Pong is so great, where's Pong 2? Ben, get three pots of coffee on. This is going to be quite the episode of Game Over Time. Okay. Uh, are you... So you're asking us to make Pong 2? Well, more or less. We just, we just like some right. ideas. Let's see okay. who you can, you can offer us. We'd like okay, some ideas so if you and an alpha and a beta and the final product, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah uh, so if if you if you'll just leave us then for an hour and a half, we can we'll, we'll okay. get this one out then. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. But ben, what are you doing? You can come. Yeah. The, the, the special guests they need to be on the. Episode. Well, I was just. Well. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you two, come back. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you, you're not meant to do that. No. 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 You're the, D- don't worry, you'll make you'll make sense. If you don't want us to be around and harm your creative process, we can leave. No, it's no, fine. no, it's, it's okay. fine. It's fine. Ben, play that play that theme tune. It'll, it'll make oh, okay. sense in a second. Yeah, well, let me just hit the theme tune button. <laughs> Hopefully that's masked by the theme tune. 
<laughs> Should we just start with that? I, I think that's yeah. A good no, idea. okay. So hi, hello. I'm Ve- uh, uh, Hi, welcome to Game Overtime. I'm James. I'm Ben. And today we got two special guests with us, which you may have already heard. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself, boys? You go first, Dan. Not, yeah, no, I'm not. You go. Okay. First. okay. I'm Liam, and I make better, be- better videos than everyone. Oh shit. Okay. Bold. No. I'm, I'm Dan, and I don't. I just don't. Do you make Do you make better videos than Marvel? No, actually. You know what? I've been defeated. Okay. Um, Marvel well, is God. It is. Yeah. I've seen quite a few Marvel films, and like I always come out of the cinema thinking that. So you know, I think nope. the moment you can, <laughs> the moment you can compete with that, I think is the moment that you can kind of you know pat yourself on the back, retire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Call it quits. Okay. Yeah, I, so I have, I have a question before we begin. Uh, I am a Gen Zer. Uh, what the fuck is Pong? Uh, ben, I think that's the incorrect term. You're a Zoomer. You, Don't. You're Can the you hold zoom- on? I need I need clarification. What is okay. the difference I'm between the right Oomers? Between what Zoomers and Boomers? <laughs> All of the Oomers. Okay, the so. Loomers. So boomers were born between like 1950 <laughs> and 1970. Meanwhile, zoomers were born between the year 2000 and now. Okay. And then, if you, oh, and oh. then they slot the millennials right in the middle. Yeah, oh. and well, Generation X as well. They well, kind the of mo- I, okay. I understand, but um, there's also bloomers and doomers. Do they fit into oh, the millennial the category? Okay, so I think a doomer is like um, like a depressed zoomer. Like they think that like, <laughs> okay. days. And then a bloomer. It's <laughs> a mean, really I sad zoomer. I mean, I think a, like I know a bloomer is like a bl- like a bread loaf, but I don't think it's. Um, <laughs> I can't think of anything else for that. Or maybe it's like a late bloomer. Like maybe you're like a millennial mm. who like became a millennial the same time as zoomers became zoomers. I don't know. You could maybe maybe you're a millennial that acts like a zillennial. <laughs> I mean, millennial. Wait, zillennial. <laughs> yeah, it's another it's another term for zoomer. Anyway. I, I still don't know what Pong is. Ben, could I be a Zillennial? I like oh that. My God. <laughs> Pong is that's like that's like a Power Rangers team. Are the paddles okay? And the right. ball goes back and forth. That sounds like table right. tennis. It basically is. Okay. That's, right. I think that's what where it was. Actually, I think there was a game before Pong called that. It was, was like just table tennis, tennis for two. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So and they played it on like no... these radars. It was on an oscilloscope. Somebody, like, it was either MIT or something. It was an old scientist managed to get this game working on an old uh, cathode ray tube oscilloscope where it isn't, like, all the graphics are generated from waveforms. It's not, like, uh, pixelation or anything like that. Huh. So that, that's what Tennis for Two was. And then, then there was Space War, which was something else, which was Asteroids. And then Pong was uh, Pong was designed by uh, Nolan Bushnell and Al Alcorn from Atari. So, yeah. That right. was their claim to fame. Yeah. Okay. Famous story about uh, Pong. Uh, they went to take it to Midway to demonstrate it to him after they had it like in a they had it in a bar for a few weeks to kind of like show it off to the different clients there and you know get it excited. They took it to Midway and it didn't work and they were like, oh. "Shit, what's wrong with this?" Oh. Uh, he was like, "All right, let me have a look at the chipboard." Opens it up. The thing's full of quarters and it's shorting out the fucking circuit board in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's how popular po- oh. Pong was. The uh, it was the Fortnite of its day. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right. That, that's all you really need to know. 
now yeah, no, now yeah. I now I get it. The Fortnite yeah. of the 1970s. Back in the 1970s, before the dab was invented. <laughs> okay. Did you also know that uh, Doki Doki Panic was turned into Super Mario Brothers Two in 1988? Wow, I didn't know, know that. that. And then in Doki, and yeah, then into Doki Doki Literature Club. Over a hundred times on unrelated videos. <laughs> Do you know what I didn't know about that though? Apparently, mm. Super Mario Two was developed after Super Mario Brothers Three. Uh, As American... in Doki Doki Panic was developed after Mario Brothers 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The American one came out when Mario 3 was out in Japan. Yeah, yeah. which is weird, because oh. like, Mario Brothers 3 came out, like, what? Eight years after it did in Japan? Like, what the... No, what <laughs> it, it came out in 1990, <laughs> I think. It was, like, right before well, World. That's the thing, is that the Japanese Mario 2 was Lost Levels, right? Yeah. So yeah. They, just, they just naturally assumed that 3 would be 3. Ben, do you want to give these boys your uh, Mario Brothers 2 Lost Levels opinion? Uh, I think it's better than Mario 1, but that doesn't need to be known right now. Uh, <laughs> do I like it more than Mario is... 1 too? Oh my god. It's so much Mar- fun. Yeah. You know what? Mario 1 is like generic. It's fine. It's probably because it was the first of its kind ever. Yeah, so, no, that's... You know, <laughs> I haven't played point. any of them. Wow. Oh. So like Mario 1, 2... The real two, or three, or world. Oh no! Really? You haven't played world. <laughs> the real two. No, I haven't. <laughs> the real two. The real two. Lost Actually, levels. No, no, no. I've I've played a, when I was a kid. I played a lot of the Game Boy Advance version of the American two. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, oh. I had I that. I had. That. I remember going on holiday one so year and playing that like yeah. back to front and. The weird thing about it was the main selling point was we've added voice samples to it. Yeah. And yeah. it just was super, like, every time you got to Birdo, she used to say, like, this is as far as you go. Oh, yeah. like, oh no. Like, why, why did you go, like, not, not, like, not so fast or anything, like, like just the most unsettling thing. Just, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, it was That's that. like uh, in Mario World on the GBA, every time you get a mushroom, he goes, hoo just what I needed. It's like, okay, <laughs> thanks, buddy. <laughs> Every I didn't really time. think much of it at the time because as a kid I just had that and like Pokemon and I was like, oh, this is what Mario is. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm really glad Donkey Kong didn't talk in the GBA versions of GKC. Ben, how do you feel if I tell you that I think that the original Donkey Kong arcade game is better than the Donkey Kong Country games? Okay, we're cancelling the podcast. <laughs> are we, pencil- are we cancelling the, the podcast Kong or cancelling me? That's the question. I tried Cancel playing tri- the first one. First yeah. Donkey Kong Country, and yeah. I just could like I was so bad at it that I just gave up after a while. Oh. I I like the original from I like. There's a weird thing about the Donkey Kong Country games on the snares where like I kind of prefer the look of them versus like the new retro ones. Even though I shouldn't, because the retro ones are like real time 3D and actually have like nice art direction to them. But there's like there's a crittiness the snares ones where I'm kind of like no, this is. I, 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 I like this aesthetic, and I can't explain why. Okay, I have, I have a second question. Good. Um, are we putting Donkey Kong in Pong? Is that... Could we call it Donkey Pong? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, think, a good, it... that's a yes if I've ever... Yeah, <laughs> that's a great that idea. We're going to have to ask Nintendo, but I think it'll be fine. No, it's it's fine. It's a parody of Donkey... It would be oh, yeah, a parody yes, law here. 
We don't we don't, we don't usually ask Nintendo if we use their IPs anyway. They they're fine with it. We've had Miyamoto one here. Before. Yes, evidence has shown in the past that they are totally fine with it. Yeah, yeah they don't. They don't. We've never got a cease and desist from Nintendo. By the way, if anyone from Nintendo was listening, that wasn't an invitation for a cease and desist. <laughs> just saying. Okay, so pong, two paddles, a ball. Yes. I think we got to keep those in. I the think second so too. Game. Those are the iconic elements of pong. Mm-hmm. But. Going on the Fortnite tangent that we had before, could we have skins for the paddles? Yeah, yes. I think we could. Yeah. Yes. I could mean, we Tetris, ha- Tetris has skins. We might as well. That, yeah. Um, yeah. you know those um, those they're like old Pong machines from late seventies, early eighties that they all yeah. have like this their own color palette. Oh um, yeah. Some of them are like neon, and some of them are like actually, you know what? That reminds me of like Pac Man Championship Edition, which has all of those different. Oh yeah, skins. where you can have like neon or like Pac Mania and st- oh yeah, yeah, that's good. Loot boxes. Ooh, pong boxes. So I know, I know that the uh, loot you know box what? culture is in some hot water right now, but we just gotta change them to no, surprise no, I got it. <laughs> drops. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I love that article. Surprise pong. crates. <laughs> we call we call them loot pongs. We we take I, the word box out. The box is the problem because people think a box no, is no, like no, I no, got to no. pay for that. I have an idea. I know how to do right. this. Okay, we can have our cake and eat it too. So you get loot nice. boxes, right? Every time yeah. you get a loot box, it drops it in the middle of the screen like it's breakout. But you still have Ooh. the two halves. Oh. So you have to break the loot box open. And I whoever breaks it. it first gets it. If you think about it, breakout <laughs> yeah. breakout is almost like a sequel to Pong. It's like single so, player Pong. Yes, I've got a, yes, I, so I've got a yeah. breakout story actually. So breakout was designed to be single player Pong. Oh yeah. It was designed oh. by Nolan Bushnell and Al Alcorn, who designed Pong. And the okay. intention the intention was that Nolan was like, look, we could have an arcade machine that you can put in bars where essentially only one person needs to play it. But it's like do it like racquetball, like you get rid of colored blocks. Here's the yeah. thing though. Do you know who programmed the board for Breakout, Ben? Miyamoto. No, but even Shit. weirder than that, <laughs> Steve Jobs and everything. Steve Wozniak from the Apple Company. Oh, Scott so, Wozniak? Uh, Scott no, that's Wozniak. a different Wozniak. Yeah, Scott the Wozniak's uh, <laughs> dad, Woz. Steve Wozniak. <laughs> Scott the Woz did it. Yeah, okay. Scott the Woz did he it during his half time. And made Pro- Breakout. Probably he before walked he walked up was to born. Apple and was like, hey, all, Scott here. <laughs> oh wow! It's, so it's, it was like was Scott was in the room. Thing. That was amazing. <laughs> Scott the Waz came up with the idea for Breakout based on seeing Breakout, so he had to bring the oh, idea shit. of Breakout to the creators of Breakout. Before, wow. why didn't we pitch this movie idea? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, why didn't we do that last week? That would have been uh, we would have knocked that out of the park. Scott, to okay. the we could have yeah, got okay. the Rock to play Waz. So, so what if? <laughs> okay. What if the sequel that we make? Is inspired by the idea of breakout, but with multiple players. Ooh, mm. so multiplayer breakout. So like, kind of co-op or pong three breakout two super pong. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. Title. What if what if it's just pong? What if it's breakout with two balls? Like, oh my okay, god, one person on did, one side of the did like screen. Tetris ninety nine, but it was pong and breakout. Oh, oh my oh, god, battle royale pong. What if oh, you, that's good. Yeah, what if you had to avoid the ball? Ooh. Ooh. What if what you played as the bricks from it, Breakout? When you avoid it, you live. That's the whole Battle okay. Royale concept. Where does the ball go after you avoid it? It's behind you, it where keeps other going. players could be. Okay, yeah, there's there's like a big wall that's 
closing in, probably. And... It's a circle. It's a big circle. Oh, yeah, you make know, like yeah, you make the barrier tighter as time goes on, and there are more players shooting balls at each other, and oh, it just no. gets so tighter you, and tighter. Do you put the paddle. Do you put the paddle around circular, like around the circle as it closes in? You get more suffocated by other players. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. Mm. This is good. Ben, Pong right Royale. Ben. Pong Royale. Oh yeah. <laughs> also, I don't. Okay, I just want to Pong G. <laughs> I don't know why this popped into my head, but I wanted to entertain the idea. Uh, the the words Pong Tactics just jumped into my mind. <laughs> we can use that in the market. Do you want to do a turn-based Pong game, Ben? We should have the Pong Royale as a side mode. We shouldn't make it the entire mm-hmm. game. I, yeah, okay, that's a good idea. Some other ideas. Oh, this could be like the you Pong ca- Collection. You, you gotta capitalize on <laughs> all of the markets. That's what we People do. People have been waiting years for Pong 2. We gotta make this it is gonna be harder. like the Blops 4 of Pong games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Royale. They've been waiting for so long that we can't disappoint them. We got to have everything. Yes. Well, this is this is going to be a content rich package. It's we're gonna, gonna we're gonna have we're gonna show up at E3 every year. We're gonna have the, our own press conference called the Pong Conference, where we talk about all the new Pong games coming out. We're gonna get Hideo at the Pong. Conference. <laughs> he's not gonna Def- announce anything. He's, no, he's gonna he's gonna talk about Def Ponging. <laughs> no, he's he's gonna pull a Metal Gear Solid two, and he's where it's gonna open with Pong, but then you're, suddenly you're playing Tetris. Oh wow! Can we, can we get oh. David Hater to voice one of the paddles? <laughs> <laughs> Not only could we, I think we should. Yeah, that makes kept sense. you ponging, huh? <laughs> well, then you're insinuating that voice acting needs to be in the sequel to Pong. Yes, I think it does. I think I, I think, uh, this is this is gonna be a fe- like this is. Like we're making this an Unreal Engine four. That's a given. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is going to be four K yeah. HDR ray tracing pong, ray traced yes. pong with VR. With, yes, yes. VR it's, it's, support. We should, we should be inspired by Tetris effect. This should be the oh, first yeah. game where you need two VR headsets on your head to play. This is going to be a pong game that makes you cry, like Tetris. <laughs> yes, pong. <laughs> this narrative. is a game. It's gonna yeah okay so we need a narrative for this we need a pong story I think yes okay, okay. here's what I'm thinking a young has paddle. anybody ever played Elite Beat Agents oh I have actually uh, very briefly yes. though okay I played the hell out of that so the concept of Elite Beat Agents is that you play as an elite team of agents who dance and the and the idea is is that you do this to help motivate people in their daily lives with troubles so like. A weather woman is trying to like give the correct forecast, and you're dancing to help her through that. So ninjas trying to break into a house, you dance to help him through that. <laughs> yeah, we do I gotta that. say, wonder where you're going with this. We do that, but you're pong. Okay, you're pong, and you help people out in their daily lives. Okay, a small boy is trying to learn piano. He's got a recital coming up, and he's struggling. You're pong. You come in. You hit that ball against keys. You help. You do a duet with a boy on the piano. <laughs> Turns out that boy, Ludwig von Beethoven. The game was oh. actually you were in the 1600s or whenever Beethoven was alive. I don't know. I'm not going to fact check that. Next one, <laughs> President of the United States cavalcade through Texas. Uh, the roof's down on the car. He's waving to people. Oh no! What's that up in the? Book depository, it's a sniper. Not so fast, though. You're Pong. 
you're going to stop that guy from shooting the press. <laughs> wait, so you, wait, so what are you going to do? You're like going to put the paddle in front of the no, bullet. You, yes. That's <laughs> no, exactly you use the ball to push. He's Every time he tries to take a shot, you use the ball to push his gun off course. Yeah, you got to use bullet time, though, to time it just right. Yeah, you have to use bullet time to pull it out. I, w- okay. I was thinking, what, what if we did this idea, but instead of like helping people, you're just trying to hinder them? No, see, this is the thing. There's a se- the second pong paddle is your he's your Virgil. He's trying to do the same but opposite. He's trying to like okay. cause. Stuff can we have to two? Ca- can we have like a, mor- a morale system? Yes. So good. Yes. Wait. So will one pong have like anime hair, and the other one will have it like styled up to be different from his brother? One's red yeah. and one's blue. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They both got in Virgil dynamic. Yeah, it is. It is Dante and Virgil boiled down to one is red and one is blue. <laughs> I know. Pe- people get very pissy when we redes- when they redesign like characters that they love. Like when Dante, they redesigned him. Everyone hated it. Will people will people be just as pissed if we redesign the pong paddle? Well. What if we made pong a man? I'm just imagining it's like a, a character okay. model for a guy just deflecting the ball. Alright, he, he's a yeah. man in his 40s. He has a son he needs to train. His okay. son is Little Paddle. That's our emotional journey. <laughs> he's Baby Paddle. He's the paddle that goes behind the big paddle. It's a kind of like, like almost like um, a tabletop foosball. Like you got okay. the big paddle in the front and the little one in the back. Yeah. Alright. All right. They, they go on an adventure. One of them, one of them is named Marlin and the other Nemo. The base paddle gets kidnapped by a by an ass. Oh and no! Okay, you go from there. Right? Yeah. He gets kidnapped by bricks. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> they want him to be part of the bricks. Yeah, that's how you get. It, your, that's how you get people to cry, though. Yes. And then oh, yeah. he and then, teams up with Dory Paddle. Yes. Mm-hmm. There you go. And red she's, and blue. Red and blue dynamic. Yeah, orange, oh, yeah, orange and blue. There we go. We got it nailed. Okay. She turns out to be the Virgil in the end, much like Finding Nemo. <laughs> Dory is Virgil. Marlin yeah, is Dante. That's how I've always thought Marlin was. Whenever I watched that Pixar film, I was rubbing my chin and going, you know what? I think they ripped off the Deki Kamiya here. This looks a lot like DMC 1 <laughs> and DMC 3. Oh, what if okay. that movie opened and Marlon was like sliding on demons and got a pizza in his hand? Like... <laughs> Underwater. <laughs> and, yeah. and a big sword. Like a, well, a moderately sized sword. A giant tower just comes out of the barrier reef like, and, and then a... it's above the surface of the water and Doris is there like struggling to breathe. I'm <laughs> <laughs> having a really hard time visualizing Marlon doing that as a fish underwater. <laughs> I just don't. Well, I, I've never seen or imagined that in my life. So. I'm gonna. I'm gonna help you with the image. Okay. Picture Devil Trigger playing. Does oh, it okay. help? <laughs> yes, it actually does. That, that sets the mood good. completely. Okay. Wonderful. What, is he gonna be DLC in DMC Five? What Nemo? Marlin? Yeah. <laughs> Are they gonna get Albert Brooks back to play Marlon in uh, in Epic in DMC Five? Why not David Hayter? Ooh, He'd be a good work wonders and Devil May Cry. David uh, Hayter would fit right into that series. He would. He'd be like a like a like a detective or something like a like a grizzled policeman who like has no idea what's going on. He's always like one step behind. Yeah, it's like, what watch, you he watches Dante do the cowboy dance. Man, <laughs> yeah. okay, I'm gonna. 
how much do you think it will cost to pay David Hayter to revoice the whole of Nemo as Marlon? <laughs> <laughs> Probably Including a lot. Nemo, he revoices Nemo. <laughs> no, I just want him as Marlon. I want everyone else normal. <laughs> Where's my but... son? <laughs> Dory. I would Dory. love to create a voice or an audio track for Finding Nemo where he voices everyone. I'm a sea turtle. <laughs> mine, mine, mine. You know, somebody should make somebody should make an experimental version of Finding Nemo where they just take clips from David Hayter, like random games, like the Metal Gear Solid games. Yeah, what? And the, we could and do it in like the scaviest way possible. We'll use that website cameo, and we'll be like, "Oh, can you record this?" Oh, and he does it once, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. we go, "Oh, I like it, but..." Oh, I don't really want... Could you record this instead? And we just do that 350 times <laughs> until he does every line from Hopefully Nemo. he won't catch on. <laughs> no, I think he's too nice. I think no, he no, just... Oh, okay, yeah, sure. reading right. the directions. Didn't he... He was yeah. willing to say, squeeze my hog, so I'm pretty sure he'll do all of my <laughs> yeah. Did he? Did he say, squeeze my hog? <laughs> yes, he, he did. did. Right it. Squeeze my hog. Have you not, seen, the hog. Clip? Have you not seen that clip? Because that's an amazing clip. It's amazing. No, I've seen him say, uh, my, my booty too thick. What's that mean? <laughs> <laughs> <The> colonel. <laughs> colonel. I'm trying to colonel. sneak colonel. around, but I'm dummy thick. In the clap of my ass, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, alerting the cars. I don't know if anyone saw, but Jim Cummins recently did, uh, a Winnie the Pooh voice of uh, wanting Winnie the Pooh to join Smash. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> really? It's really good. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so yeah. Wait, should we make the Pong paddles thick? Dummy thick. Rather. Yeah, we're going to get memes in this. The kids love okay. memes. Yep. We're going to get dabbing in there. We're going to get Fortnite-style skins in there, and we're going to get okay. memes in there. Yeah, right. I'm going to crawl out, out of my can... skin if you say any more words. You can <laughs> clap your ass cheeks on the Pong paddle to shoot it faster. Yeah, it makes it makes the ball go back quicker because it's dummy. You have you have to catch. You have an them. interactive element to pong now. With, with okay, the, yeah. you have to catch the balls with your ass cheeks and then clap <laughs> and them. shoot them. <laughs> okay, haven't been on the internet in a while. Is the Harlem Shake still popular? Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. It never stopped being popular. Right. So they'll do the Harlem Shake as long as Harlem exists as a, as a um as a town or a, I don't know what, what is Harlem. Is it uh, streets, I guess? Some basketball players? Yeah, 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 Harlem's that's right. Of New York. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, New and York also the fa- famous uh, Globetrotters that uh, Ben is a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay, we're going to get that meme in. Okay. Um, charging my laser, I think, is a good meme as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's um, for the old fans. The fat cat who says, can I have a cheeseburger? He's a good and he's going in. Uh, <laughs> what if a- what other memes can we get in, boys? Uh, We're going to out-meme Gears... I was about to call it Gears of War 3. No, what's um, Borderlands 3 by Do Gearbox? Them, you know How can I get those things confused? We should put Randy Pitchford in the game. <laughs> oh. He's oh. the villain. One oh. of the yeah, he's the is... final boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're bumping the ball at his head, and it's like his face gets redder and redder every time the ball hits him. <laughs> Ooh, every time you one hit of, him, he, co- he complains about how he did nothing wrong. One, <laughs> every time one you of hit the him, skins, he to shove you. One of the skins for the paddle is his USB stick that he lost. <laughs> <laughs> it's barely um, legal, guys. I don't know whether okay. you've seen it, but we what have that so many ideas. Is, we need to bring magic. this in. We have so okay, many I, disparate ideas. They can't all work together. We yes. need to call. Well, I, I was just thinking about cross-promotion. 
um, and how we could get the Pong. Like, okay, I think we could get the Pong the Pong paddle in Smash, for starters. Is he already my in idea, Smash? Yeah. Unfortunately, not. But he's an assist he's trophy. He's an assist trophy. Oh, yeah, he is. That, yeah. Yeah, it's the color seventeen pong game that uh, Nintendo made. That's right. Yeah, We're no, but I want him playable. Too, and you don't even know that. Jeez. What I need him playable. What are you even doing here? <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't. I shouldn't be like trying to step on the pong expert's toes. We need to ben, step. Here's... We need to step up our trivia. So, uh, did you know that Doki Doki Panic is actually Super Mario Brothers too? Oh, that's what crazy. You opened up a video on an unrelated video game just talking about Doki Doki Panic. That'd be an epic <laughs> meme. <laughs> April Fool's next year. The Doki Doki Panic video. So though. you're talking about like Sonic Adventure and you open and you're like, did you know that Doki Doki Panic exists? <laughs> did you know that Sonic Adventure 2 is actually the American name for the Japanese game Doki Doki Panic? <laughs> <laughs> did, did you know that Super Mario Galaxy was actually originally. Uh, a reskin of Doki Doki Galaxy. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a long-running franchise in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. They kept it going after the uh, the Wonder Festival or whatever they were created for. They, they're yeah. current. They're currently working on Mario Literature Club. Oh god! Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was a <laughs> stinky pun, but I like <laughs> it. Uh, ben, here's my Smash idea for Pong. Okay. Yeah. Don't make him a character. Mm-hmm. Make him a stage. Oh, you know how people like Battlefield because it's just a big flat square. That's what Pong is. Oh yeah, yeah. Just have a like literally just a Pong paddle. Yeah, and the bricks that are at the top, and rather than having a circle that you or a ball that you're hitting against the bricks, different characters. Oh yeah, because you can hit them against the Pong, (laughs) the breakout blocks. Exactly. It'd it'd definitely be tournament legal. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. They'd be the Evo. That's the only stage they would play. Yeah. It, it makes all the others obsolete. Why would you um, need it? You know what? Actually, I have another idea. Has anybody played Crash Bash? Yes. Is this uh, is your idea four player Pong where everybody's yes. on a different side of the it's screen? It's that exact oh, yeah. mini game from Crash ben, Bash. Ben, have you played Crash Bash? No. Okay, I Ben. Do you know who Crash Bandicoot Crash is? I know. I know Crash Bandicoot. In yeah. Okay. Imagine this. Okay, here's my blender pitch. Here's what I'm going to pitch to you and Universal Circuit 1998. How do you explain the minigame from Crash Bash to someone who's never seen it? <laughs> Imagine this, right? Okay. Mario Party. Yep. Crash Bandicoot. Yep. Others in a blender. What do you what get? What the fuck? Crash uh, Bash. Um, boards. I, I was Without just going to say. Yeah, it's literally just purely minigames, and there's only like eight of them. And you know, this, it, this is a pure tangent. People shit on that game all the time. I fucking love it. I've I own Crash. I I used to play Crash Bash big time when I was a kid. Yeah, it, yeah, really good. It was so good. And like, and that four player pong game is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So the way that it works, Ben, is that like everybody's kind of like in a hovercraft, and okay. you can, and the balls are metal, which means that you can kind of magnetize them, so you can hold on to them on your ship, and then you can shoot them off in different directions. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, I don't cool. think you can always do that, but like, yeah. Oh no, yeah, it's a power up. Oh yeah, you got yeah. like a rappel though, haven't you? Oh fuck, there's it's, also it's like, like it's like there's a there's a paddle on the top, bottom, left, and right of the screen, basically, yeah. and each player is on each side. Right. And you got to yeah. score okay. the goal, so it is avoiding the paddle still. Yeah. But it's like four player version of it. Right. Okay. I, that's I just, cool. I'm bring, all the memories of those mini games are coming back. Like I played Polar Push all the time. <laughs> this is just hungry. an elaborate excuse to talk about Crash yeah. Bash in detail. 
Hi, welcome to this Did episode of Game Did you play the, the fucking Pogo minigame? That was my favorite. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah, the that Pogo was one's a favorite minigame. You know what? I, I grinded to get the tank one. And you know what? The tank one isn't even the best one. It just looks the coolest because you're playing a tank. Yeah. But, um, the box ones, that, that's a banger. Uh, yeah. The polar bear one, that's a banger. Uh, oh, there's a couple. Think, there's one I, which is like a foot race. They, they should, after CTR, they should just do Crash Bash. Nobody's even thought of this. I don't know why don't they just do Crash Bash? Why don't they do Crash Bash instead of CTR? <laughs> I wouldn't Yikes. go that far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like Crash Bash, but I don't know if I'd go that far. Yeah, I don't like it that much. <laughs> Let's not go that far. Ben, are you looking forward to CTR? I, I, I'm out of my element. I don't even know who Crash Bandicoot is. I've just been pretending. Okay, so Crash yeah, Bandicoot old, is the American version of Doki Doki <laughs> Right. <laughs> Doki Doki Racing. Do you know anything yeah, about Crash? Doki Racing? No, I do. I, I don't know what the fuck a Bandicoot is, but that's fine. Funnily enough, though, about the Japanese version I, of Crash Bandicoot. I was going to try Bandicoot. to explain things like there's an insane um, there's an insane kangaroo and a uh, jacket. No, don't worry. I know. Rubber. I know so much about Crash. I played the GBA one, so like, we're good there. <laughs> is that the Spyro crossover one? Is no. Oh one God, no. I think you. Uh, put, it was Time Twist or whatever that you played. Excess, right? it's Dude, called I, over here. Excess, yeah, played, over here that was called the Huge Adventure, and that that's yeah. actually a pretty good game. One. That one was awesome. Yeah, I love that game. It makes sense that you could do because it's kind of like a two D game, anyways, because it's got a lot of cameras. Yeah. So, I mean, it would translate all right to a GBA. Yeah. It's just a shame they never did over the um, over the shoulder stuff, though, which they did with uh, that that Asterix. You know what's game weird is that I have I have so much experience with Crash, but it's not the original trilogy, except for like three, which I played some of when I was a kid. Mm. I played like Twin Sanity, Crash Bash, CTR, Nitro Kart. The D- GBA games, but I didn't have the trilogy. Oh, I don't no. know. The, and and Wrath of Cortex, even Wrath of Cortex is okay. I d- it d- doesn't look. I right. have a lot of nostalgia for it, which probably masks a lot of its issues. It's yeah, it's like, like uh, it. it's Crash Three again, but somehow worse. It's, I'm it's gonna, not even I'm like, gonna go out. That's not even. Well, I'm kind of glad I grew like up with game. it because that means yeah. I played it before I played the actual Crash trilogy. Yeah. So it probably helped. Yeah, it's. I enjoy. It's... I, I mean, I I enjoy it more than Crash One, to be honest. But that's just. I've, okay, Crash I've got to, Doesn't hold up. I've got to get this off my mind. I've been thinking about uh, Ocarina of Time, and. Okay. <laughs> oh God. See, so you, so you know the Tangential bit. to Crash Bandicoot. You know the bit where you're in Pong. Yeah, you know Ooh. the bit where you're in Ganon's castle. You like killing him. Um, <laughs> yeah. Killing him. Spoilers for Ocarina <laughs> which, of Time. Wait, which which part where you kill him? Oh, the bit. Not the bit where he goes like. Big boy, yeah, the beastie. bit where he's big so or the bit where he's not. No, or yeah, and yeah, no. Here we go. Imagine if your soul was a pong paddle, and the the like oh, energy God. thing he was sending at you was a little pong ball. <laughs> and also, Ganondorf was a pong paddle. <laughs> <laughs> ben, <I> thought... <laughs> when you break it down, it's just pong. Yeah, so, I mean, in fairness, that bit so where Ganondorf yeah. shoots the lightning ball at you does turn into like tennis, which is just essentially pong. Yeah. Well, obviously, they did base tennis off of Pong. Yeah, they did. I mean, Pong came first, and then um, John yeah. Tennis saw that and said, you know what? John Tennis, yep. There's an idea here. Let's so this could boys. fit into, like, if you get a bunch of skins and different music from yeah. different series. 
you could do a Zelda one from that exact. You could scene do recreated. yeah, you could do like Cadence of Hyrule, but oh, for yeah. Pong. Oh, Tetris yeah. DS was like had a bunch of Nintendo themed uh, skins for Tetris. Like it I think does. Yeah, I don't remember and which series in particular, but you could just uh, do that. It has uh, Mario's for the main mode, then Zelda's a mission mode, which isn't bad. Metroid's a super weird mode though, where it's like you have a you have like a Tetris ball. And you make like a big Tetris square in order to like get rid of what I have no idea how it works, but for some reason I was really good at it, and it was like, oh okay. If that... uh, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is tapping me on the shoulder. Okay, what's he's telling? He's telling me that it's uh, time for coffee. Oh wow. Okay, uh, uh, boys, are you are you interested in having some coffee? I don't drink coffee. I hate coffee. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was like Dwayne. Insane. Have we got anything other than coffee? <laughs> uh, water. Okay. You know, if if you have a caramel frap, I'll take that. Oh yeah. If I don't know. Dwayne's shaking his head. Around, we also have the blood of man. Um, that, okay, I'll yeah, take that. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Good. I need the blood of Christ in my veins. Hello, welcome to Coffee Break. This is the time of the episode where, even though the fact that we haven't really stuck to the prompt for much of this episode, we're now going to continue to not stick to the prompt by having a small chat with our guests on the show. But Ben, okay, yeah. so do you Crash want to... Bash. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Right, okay. quickly, before Crash Bash, Ben, could you read out... Uh, could you could you tell, us, tell the people at home a little bit about Game Overtime and some links? Uh, okay, first things first... Uh, Thank you to Maxo, who does the music. He's cool. You can find his Bandcamp link in the description. Uh, We have a Patreon. You can look at that. Uh, We also, if you want to leave a review on iTunes or tell your friends about the podcast, that'd be very nice. Uh, And anything else? No, you can find our links in the description. We're Ben and James. more importantly, there's more important links that you can find in the description. So, uh, Liam or Dan, tell us about what you do. Do you want a serious answer this time? I, I yes. feel like yeah, okay. So I am definitely not better than everyone. If that wasn't obvious enough, you can't be unless you're Marvel. Um, yeah, no. Or uh, Randy Pitchford. Or, <laughs> or Randy Pitchford. <laughs> the, I did love his video essay about sheep. The game. The redder his face gets, the better he is at making YouTube videos. But the worse <laughs> he gets at making Marvel movies. <laughs> oh no, yeah, I just um, me and Dan essentially do the we we make video game reviews uh about yes. video games just i used to call stuff. them reviews yeah i think we we all did until we realized can we, we invent a new term for video essay i don't think it quite like Vesse. covers everything Bessie. yes Bessie. Bessie. yeah i gotta go okay, write a new call- Bessie. Nessie. yeah oh oh boy that new king k Bessie. i loved it uh, <laughs> like and subscribe Video diatribe. Ooh. Um, well, video video essay just doesn't cover the full range of like. Yeah. Because I guess no. cause then people go to like. People just expect things out of them. Yeah. I don't yeah. It's weird. My expectation is always I'm expecting like my little Mexican friend essay there. He's not. Uh, what? Oh God. <laughs> ben. Fucking say something. I don't, okay. (laughs) Get out of this hole. Liam, what's your channel all about? What's it called? Okay, so my channel name I created when I was 10. It is Liam Triforce. Couldn't think of a better name, and it stuck with me. 
and we just I just uh I just make videos about games that I really like and I also started a new series called uh, uh, understanding the music of dot 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 in which I talk about particularly uh, fascinating video game music uh, Max Payne 3 was the, the first game I covered in that series and I love you're working it. on one about pong now yes yes mm-hmm Okay. The boops are important to the Ludo narrative. Funnily enough, Health, actually, Health also did the um, soundtrack to Pong as well. Yes, yeah, they did. <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. Oh my god, fucking if Health did the soundtrack Rock for Pong, Pong, would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. No. Often when I play Pong, I put on Death Magic in the background. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Anyway, um, yeah, I just uh, I made that series. I also wanted to live up to my namesake and start covering zelda again because uh, i've been wanting to do that for like three years and I, it's hard to come up with new things to say about that series it's just that's what i always thought as well it's like what what's left to say about zelda that hasn't already been said yeah. other than it's bad <laughs> <laughs> i think if even if it's a contrarian route i think that's the route you should that, that should be the route you should go <laughs> it's bad <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're sitting in a video about, about Half Life recently. Time. It fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah, I did I a video to... about Half Life and it and uh, it took off. But that I think primarily that was thanks to uh, uh, Vinny of Vinesaw sharing it. But that was like, oh, wow. it, it's huh. funny. That was like a small burst, and then all of a sudden it was getting like ten thousand views every other day. Wow. So, Damn. I'm, I'm really happy. I was really proud of that video. Um, it's a very, it's a good video. Thanks, man. No problem. You're a good video yeah. too. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I try to be a good video every day. Yeah. I think the root of it, uh, it all is just we're trying to say something that hasn't already been said, or to say it in a new way, a new interesting way. Or just show enthusiasm for stuff you like, you know. Yeah, I think that's the main thing. Yeah, and that, I feel like that's Dan's channel too. The, the amount of passion speaking, I see in his videos too. Speaking of Dan showing enthusiasm for things he loves, I love his uh, Minish Cat video for that very reason. Can I leave? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I, he loves Kinstones, man. I know, he can't get enough Kinstones. He's, he's chomping at the bit for him. What's your favorite Kinstone in the game? <laughs> the, the one that ends it. Can you, can, can you listen? <laughs> the can final you, Kinstone of the game. There's a kinstone can you do a countdown? Button that I like pressing. Can you do a countdown of your top 10 favorite kinstones in The Legend of Zelda Minish Cap for the Nintendo GBA? I'll answer that question for him, and the answer is anyone that gives you half a heart piece. <laughs> or a quarter of a heart piece. Yeah. But anyway, Dan, tell us, about, tell us about the channel. Well, um, I, I make game-related content. I don't know. I'm well known for my thoughts on... The Kinstones, and I did some videos on Resident Evil, but I'm most well known for SpongeBob. Uh, my I, link yeah. is YouTube.com/slash/lamhoot. By the way, <laughs> and okay, glad to have you here today, Denny. By the way, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know why everybody knows who SpongeBob because those are my those are probably my worst videos, and yeah. I wish people would see my other ones because they're. I much, agree. Much this is this is getting too real better. because he goes through that every day. Well, that's why I'm saying <laughs> it's it. So, it's I, I so feel very sad. bad for him. I feel very bad for yeah. him. Yeah. 
The problem is, is that we're going to get him on this podcast eventually, and the idea we're going to ask him is make a good SpongeBob game. Oh no! Yeah, no. You know what? You should, and he will. He will. He will definitely agree to it because he respects you. But he'll respect you a little less if you ask. Don't him. don't do that to him. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do him dirty like that. <laughs> don't do don't do okay, Denny dirty. I feel like I've been. I feel like I've been like pressured into now putting his links in the description. Don't do it. <laughs> I would do it anyway. I, we should do it for our previous episode. Replace, replace my, my links with his. Yeah, and replace mine with PewDiePie. <laughs> okay, yeah. He, oh, could no. use a new, he could use a couple more subscribers. Yes. Oh, did you guys see he's losing to T-Series? We can't have that. Uh, we're actually having T-Series on the next episode. Oh, awesome. So could we please not get into that? Yeah, no, don't uh, worry politics, about it. I, I am a T-Series fan. I've uh, what it, it's um Bollywood stuff. Yeah, right? it, well, it's a record label. It encompasses a lot of parts of uh, Indian like music culture and stuff. I don't know oh, anything about neat. it, but it's probably why it has a huge subscriber count. Is because a lot of people live in India and are from India. Yeah. <laughs> That's more interesting than a guy playing fucking uh, Nikki Yumi and going like, "Oh, this is the scariest game I've ever played." And he doesn't like even subscribe do that boys. anymore. You know. No, yeah, he doesn't. He just he does, does like he does. He just does videos of his house. Yeah, like. he, he, he won't. <laughs> like, his his uploads don't go past 720p. Now I'm get. I might be getting confused. Is now is is PewDiePie the one who made a video about Minish Cap? Yes. Okay. Yes. No, that's uh, King K. And he talked about how the Kinstones are really bad. Yeah. Right. If if you want like a full breakdown, I I guess the one thing that you could. I, I pride myself on being able to cover anything that I want, but I'm I'm sure I'm known as the person who covered Zelda the most. Like I don't know, like people kind of just expect it now. Yeah, Dan, yeah. this might be a weird thing that I'm about to tell you. Although it's gonna, it's, I, I'm gonna try and frame it as a compliment as much as I can. But <laughs> sometimes when I don't know what to watch on YouTube or I've got like small jobs to do, whatever, I put on your Super Mario 64 video as like kind of just something to have in the background to sort of relax to. What, just that one? Or... Oh, I had a couple of other ones, but mostly yeah, okay. the Super Mario 64 one. I th- it, it chills me out. <laughs> it's a it good ch- bit. Oh, I thought I said it freaks you out. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, that's the Minish Cap video. No, the Super Mario 64 video, that, 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 it puts me in a good mood. Minish Cap is ass. All right? I love <laughs> Minish Cap. It's my favorite no, I mean, one. I mean, I like it. People, people always. I like think, it. It's people nice, always I like think. It. People always think that I hate these games. It's just relative. Calm down. That's it's all problem. relative. The problem is the moment that you level any kind of not like uh, agreed criticism against something, it's like, oh, it sounds like you hate it. You Especially like if it's it. fucking a link to the past. <laughs> well, the whole point of that video too was that the fact that future games kind of took the bite that it had out of it. And like, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. With saying that, it's not like if, but it's, if yeah. you were to do a full video on Link to the Past, it'd be a lot different. But that's the point. You were like, I can't think of that. I don't want to do that. Well, but I didn't you... do that because everybody else already had. Like, yeah, I couldn't think of anything to say about a Link to the Past that hadn't like. And this is like different from it just being Zelda. Yeah, I couldn't think of anything, and that's partly because I played it, and I'm like, I don't even know like. Because I remember messaging you even, Liam, and I'm like, wow, I love this game. But I played it a few more times, and I'm like, this is, like, unremarkable, almost. I, like, I think it's the problem. It's just in the DNA of everything now. Like, it's hmm. does it's not the best at what it does. There's, like, a hundred other things that take an element of Link to the Past yeah. and does it better. 
or just does the concept. That's the entire the point of my video. Well, that, the thing is, like, I think people love Link to the Past more than the future games is because of how focused it is. And some of the other games yeah. can't balance um, what Link to the Past balanced so well, even on its first try. Well, not first but can, try, but you know what I mean. Yeah. No, What's I, the I, other I, thing is that people get so hung up on the idea that games, like, that the only conversation you can have about an old game is that it was, like... Is Revolutionary. That it, has to be, yeah. it has to be discussed within its own context at all times. Yeah. Which seems no. very suffocating to discussion. No, I Because, I mean, I think it's valuable you. to do that kind of discussion where you're like, you know, for its time, it was revolutionary and it did the best it could. Yeah. But I think there's also value in not having to limit yourself like that because we don't always, like... I mean, when people, people play, like, uh, Breath of the Wild or something, and they're yeah. like, whoa, this is, like, my new favorite... By saying that, you're retroactively saying you like the other games less. But for some yeah. reason, it's not okay to then talk about the older game and say the other ones are better. You know, like huh. I don't it, like it's some weird kind of backwards logic. I think. Well, people also it's, just it's like want a, validation yeah. in videos like that. Yeah, yeah no, they, a lot of people are watching those videos because they've heard this is the best game of all time. So just tell me that that's the game. But it's kind, of, it's like a weird prestige thing. I always think it's kind of like. Well, in 93, there was no game like this, but it's like, it's not 93 anymore. Yeah. It's, mm. you know, 2019, there's, things have evolved on this, things have got better. Like, it's, if that's if that's your favourite, then fine, sure. Um, like, if for either nostalgia or you just think it's the best, then sure, that's, well, that's great. Well, the other thing is that I didn't even say I disliked it. No, of course but not. people just, if you are more critical than you are non like... I don't know if you like because I guess my videos are more positive usually. Yeah, with, I was, with and I guess when you say more negative things, then people just assume that you dislike it entirely. Yes. And I think I don't, it all I don't even understand said... how I could dislike any Zelda I've played at all. It's all Except fair criticism. Now. None of it's coming from a place of right, boys, sit the fuck down. I'm going to destroy this game bit by bit. You know, Archer's like, look, this stuff <laughs> has been improved upon. This stuff. Is still good, but it, there's better versions of it out there. You know, this isn't as exciting. This isn't surprising, or it isn't as exciting. Well, that, as that's it the other be. thing is that this is the, like genuinely this year the first time I've ever played the game. Maybe wow. it's unfair that I played every other Zelda before <laughs> yeah. playing A Link to the Past, but that's it's even if it's unfair, that's what I did. Didn't you say that? Like, I can't. I can't. Like, yeah, I can't. But what the fuck? Like, the people are so. I, they're so sensitive to that stuff. <laughs> I like I can't escape that. I did it's, that. It, I can't go back really, and rewrite that. It yeah. is really weird when you have to like look at a game from a perspective that you like a pretty unique perspective that you can't it's hard to view from other lenses, but then people kind of expect you to. Yeah. Well that what uh, I wanted to do is offer a different perspective. Yeah. 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 No, I think I think people that are sensible and uh don't Yell at people I mean, that disagree with them. Fair, we'll agree that yeah, that was video. That was, that that video was to great. To be fair, I mean, it was a very small amount of people. Oh but, sure, yeah. but I can always tell when there's more of that stuff going on than usual, mm. and that was definitely the case. Where I was reading the comments, and it was like maybe like when I was reading them daily, like maybe a good thirty percent of the ones that I would read that day were like the ones that were like, "How dare you?" Which is a lot more than normal. <laughs> Like, How dare you, sir? Zelda but, is my dad. Uh, <laughs> in many my dad is John Zelda. And yeah. it's, it's like the funny part is you. that, like, it doesn't really happen with my other 
series that I've done. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I <laughs> guess... Mario 64 was a little controversial, I think, but... Yeah, but that's because you, you have the correct opinion of the DS game is fine, you can play that game with a D-pad, which is absolutely correct. I mean, I, I don't even care if it's, like... I don't even care about the D-pad, it's more yeah. I like the fact that he turns slow, like... It's yeah. easier to control for me, like... Yeah, I've... He, I remember. Oh. I remember the complaint for the longest time was how could how dare they give Mario a run button in sixty four? And it's like, have you ever played a Mario game? There's a reason he has a run button. That's the other thing is that people are so caught up on the idea that like Super Mario sixty four was so revolutionary because it invented analog control. But like, if it if it like if it's hard like I don't get any use out of analog in sixty four because I the hate the way it controls. Analog four in sixty four was oh sneak past the piranha plant while he's sleeping. It's like, <laughs> That's so. That's like a, the, the most smallest part of that game. You don't need to even engage in that in order to play the game. So it's like, what's the point, you know? I mean, I guess and, the point and is maybe I could have done a better job explaining yeah. why it was hard to control for me. But even no. nowadays, I go back to the N sixty four version, and I still can't. I just can't get used to the. Like, it is. It's really weird. Yeah, it's a weird stiffness to it. That's what I always find. Like. Is but it, I, and then, I, is I, it like the I, I even said too that like people have learned it, like obviously, and you watch speedruns and you're like, wow, this is like people can learn it. Mm. But my my thing was that it was hard to learn. Like it was harder mm. than usual for me to learn, which is not especially a good sign. especially if you have like experience with modern 3D games yeah. that control more normally. Yeah. I mean, Sunshine back, plays like a dream. You more normally, you can yeah. just say they control better. <laughs> like yeah, we, we've had 25 years. Yeah. Ben, are you saying that Mario Odyssey like controls better than 64? I am. Fuck. <laughs> go to Gamer Jail. Don't pass go. I feel like it's a level design thing. Because 64, yeah. in the later portions of it, focuses a lot on precise platforming. Yeah. And that's when, that, that's when the controls became an issue for me. Because before then, mm. it didn't really matter that much that they were looser and harder. Like... Because you're just like walking around Bob on Battlefield, you don't really need to care about that. No, like yeah, so it, does, it does. Like, it does feel nice. I, like, I mean, Sunshine had better control, obviously, but also mm. like when when you were just in a hub, there wasn't a lot of platforming going on. No, I mean, obviously it's they had relatively the levels, flat, but like, like yeah. but even and in the secret levels where you're platforming, you can tell that they improved it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Then you get to Odyssey and it's smooth. I don't know. I guess my point was that, like, I think with Zelda, I just keep hitting weird, like. It, it happened with Minish Cap 2 a little bit. <laughs> which hit, I kind of expected, nerds. to be honest, because everybody was like, I can't wait till you cover Minish Cap. I love that game. <laughs> Did it Do you know what with, the thing is? I think I. With, I the, just, like yeah. I said, people want validation, they don't mm. want other perspectives. They're like, please tell me why I, I love this game. That's what I, want. I will say, I will say, eighty percent of my Minish Cap thing I think is a bit of a meme because like I have replayed that game recently and been like, I love elements of this game, but actually playing it, it is kind well, of. I a love bit... elements of it too. That's that you know, yeah. like I love visually. I think it's awesome. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I, the control I, I scheme the is concept. like I love my favorite the dungeons. thing about it. Well, I love like half the dungeons, but like the ones that I do love, I really do love. That like, barrel dungeon is such a cool design. The Palace of the Sky, I, that might just be because oh. I, I have like a sky fetish. 
But those mm. those kinds of like like that's why my favorite dungeon in Twilight Princess is the city in the sky. Oh yeah, with the double core shots. Oh, oh it's really good. And it's yeah. less to do with the dungeon design and more to do with the fact that like wow, this like amos like the atmosphere of this place is unri like Yeah. I love I love Sky Cities because you just it look feels down and there's nothing. Yeah. Like, you know, like, it's just so cool. Metro Prime like, Place. I think the boss of Twilight Princess, like, really kind of nails that. Just in, it feels, well, it feels like Shadow of the Colossus. Just, like, it really oh, yeah. puts that sky stuff to good use. Yeah. Not all, they don't, you know what game doesn't do very good with its sky stuff? Sky Pong. Sword. But Pong does not either, mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pong could, though. I it's I, I, definitely you should explain the Skyward Sword thing because I think it kind of like I I just find the sky a little bit too fragmented. It feels yeah. it feels like the boat stuff from um, uh, Wind Waker, but harder to control. Like that's my I, only. You know what? Even I'll concede that the Great Sea is better than the yeah whatever. And the I mean, it has sea. it has the the great music and like it's just relaxing to. And the thing with the Great Sea as well is that kind of like it feels more mysterious than the sky, which sounds stupid because like they both use exactly the same mechanics to drive stuff. But I guess with the sky, it feels like everything's accessible, while with the sea, it's kind of like you don't really know what you're gonna yeah. get next. Well, that's one of the things too. Uh, the other thing that I love about the Great Sea is the islands in particular. Oh yeah, some of the islands are completely unique and interesting islands, and you have to solve them from the inside out. Skyward Sword, some of the islands there are just like, there's a guy there, and he's like, hey, can That's, you bring me you know, this shit? I just this, had this like, an idea I never thought about, but like, I think they really should have keyed it on the sky. They completely yeah. abandoned that concept, because you just keep going yeah. below the clouds. No, if the sky was more interesting, I have a feeling my Skyward Sword uh, opinion would be a lot ha uh, more positive. Imagine if you yeah. just like you just saw a shit ton of stuff out, like, because that's like... The, a more explorable sky with more content is like the Great Sea, but you could see underwater. You know, like yeah, you're that's right. That's what it would yeah. feel like. Yeah. Hmm. What if in like instead of the surface stuff, they had like fragmented worlds like floating that's what in I was the saying. air? What if they? Because I'm, I'm sure they do. I didn't get far enough into Skyward Sword to find out. But did they do like little like you know in some of the islands you could go down a hole and it was like Ocarina of Time and you had like a like a mini mini dungeon. You can't do that. that. They don't no, do that in Skyward. There's no. like there's like five main islands that you can even go to one's in a Skyward Sword. The <laughs> others are just rocks that sometimes have the chests on them. Well, there's uh, like, I, there's a, a minigame island, yeah. Like, 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 when I say in my video that this the Great Sea feels a little barren, Skyward Sword is like the definition it's... of barren. Like, there's nothing It's just a shame because flying like, around feels good. It doesn't feel as good as like Mario 64 flying or like, you know, most I disagree with that. I, I understand that like there's a, a certain skill cap to uh, like Mario 64's flying, but when they just throw you into it in the way they do and never really give you a chance to learn it properly... Oh, with, with the button switch. Oh, yeah, that sucks. I've always yeah. disliked the wing cap. Yeah. All the cap stages gave me like slight anxiety. Like When you're going down the big slide for the vanish cap, it's just kind of like who's this for this i don't like <laughs> i'm going too quick i don't like this they man they oh my god i'm having like <laughs> having thoughts right now about like all games if they if they really if, if they revisit though. the sky but with open air style gameplay Ooh, that yeah. would be that might become my favorite game ever made if they do that correctly well i mean like that's in, my like one of my favorite things about skyward sword <laughs> is the sky 
It's and a I cool hated, I hated how there's nothing up there because that's my exact fetish. I have a fetish for like sky cities and like exploring the sky. I, I am playing Skies of Arcadia literally because it's in the, like it's Sky Pirates. I have like I, I don't even care about the gameplay. I'm just playing it because I'm like these are fucking Sky Pirates. I want to write a fucking book about Sky Pirates. You know, <laughs> like they need to make this good. <laughs> make a good like. Give me what I want. Now get I this. I mean, Skies of, Skies of Arcadia is kind of that though. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's why I'm playing it, because I'm like, this is what oh, yeah. I like. But, like, gameplay-wise, oh, it's not really my thing, which is why yeah. I would love, like, a Zelda game that's, like, you explore the entirety of the sky, and they're, like... Man. Floating cities. And now, now get I should this. not get my I know hopes it's... up, because that, that's too good to be true. You it's know? not going to happen. Well, Breath of the Wild 2, the castle yeah. floats into the sky. Oh, my the, God. The, ca- <laughs> the castle, <laughs> the castle floats up. For that. The world, Doug Bowser, the world he knew you were at E3. Oh, my God. What what if the weird ooze is like you can't go on the ground now? Oh, oh shit. the floor is lava. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, no, the the world could like explode, all the towns could like float up into the air. And you could like have like a fragmented version of Hyrule that you can explore oh and fly god. through. Oh my that would god. Be fucking awesome. There we go. That's good. That's better than Pong 2, baby. I love that. <laughs> How do we put that in Pong? Oh my god, what if there's already islands up in the sky, though, and nobody's explored it before? Oh, shit. <sighs> what if the... Yeah, because... Aren't there, like, aren't there, like, races that live up in the... Well, I yeah. guess there are in Minish Cap. They're a special race, aren't they? Like, the Rito, the like... No, the Rito just fly. They don't live in the <laughs> yeah, sky. Yeah, all the Rito. They're <laughs> like, yeah, we just live on this mountain, you know? <laughs> well, it's like, how are we going to build that hive? <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, um, Breath of the Wild already kind of, like, continued the... You know, you know, Skyward Sword set up like some lore stuff that Breath of the Wild just kind of continued. Yeah. So I feel like maybe they like, could reference it more overtly. You know, that, like like when I saw the stamina wheel in, because um, I played Skyward Sword after Breath of the Wild, and so like all the stamina wheel stuff and bits like that, like it reminds me of like 3D World going into Odyssey, where 3D World has like almost all of Odyssey's moves in it, like the ground pound jump and stuff like that. And it's like, why did they put these in 3D world when they make sense in like Odyssey, you know? Like, and I kind I, of have that same sort of feeling with Skyward Sword and Breath of the Wild, where kind of like they had all these sort of early experiment stuff that paid off in Breath of the Wild. Although, I don't know, I guess the sprint and stuff's all right in Skyward Sword. Yeah, no, I, I like it in Skyward Sword. It. I, still don't, yeah. I still kind of feel like tying the sprint to the stamina wheel is a little much. Yeah. Because mm. it doesn't really feel like there's a point. It'd the be cool. swimming's the only thing that gets me. It'd be because... cool if in, instead of, like, you could have, like, uh, they could tie the sword swings to stamina and have it more tactical, I guess. Yeah. They kind yeah. Of you know what? You know what? That's the right. The Skyward Sword, mm. sprinting in Skyward Sword made more sense to drain your stamina than it does in Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, massive. Why? Like, when you're running yeah. around, why? Well, that, that's, that's why, like, I was speaking to somebody who initially didn't really like it. Hmm. And they came back to it, and they're like, you know, I, I'm getting the appeal now. But he's still kind of like, I don't know why some stuff is tied to the stamina wheel, because it's just annoying. Because like, obviously, only obviously that... you need the stamina wheel for like climbing, because then yeah. it wouldn't work. Absolutely. Yeah. And gliding. Like, that stuff makes sense, but like when you're just sprinting, it's kind of like, it feels like That's just needlessly. A, it, and like, it's just trying to tie it to realism, I think. There's no the other only reason. thing that got me was the uh, the swimming, where because like if you were floating around and oh shit, I'm gonna hit the ground, 
You can either hit the ground and lose all your hearts, or you can hit the water and lose all your hearts, like, essentially, because you can't use stamp. If you run out of stamina, you can't yeah, I swim do, I do think the water is a little harsher than it needs to be. Yeah. I do yeah. think it's it's still smart to have stamina for it. But I like, think if you were standing still in the water, you shouldn't lose stamina. Like, which actually maybe it does. I don't know. I haven't played Rift of the Wild recently, so I couldn't say. Yeah, I was sure. thinking about that too. Maybe, I don't know. And usually when I'm in the maybe water, if I have they a raft. used the water more, it would make more sense. But like, yeah. yeah, anytime you're in the water, it doesn't feel like you ever really need to like. It doesn't feel like they ever test you on your like swimming. No, so having I don't stamina think so just feels like overly punishing, especially when in the I, beginning area. When I did my second playthrough of Breath of the Wild, I didn't even bother. I just used to abuse the ice block and just make like little yeah, ice paths yeah. to different yeah. islands. See, and that's, stuff. Yeah, that's what I normally do too. <laughs> yeah. I don't recall swimming game. much unless it was like just a little pond that I had to cross. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. the, the Zora suit let you. Oh yeah, go up by uh, waterfalls. Yeah. Well, that that was the other only other time, and that was fun because it launched you up in the air. But that's it. Be cool if you could control it while you're on the waterfall and like, yeah, have like enemy or like rupees up the waterfall. Or if and you, you can could like... jump like off of the waterfall and like yeah. fly in the other Ooh. direction. Oh man! I was just okay. playing Monster Hunter with Dan, and I was jumping off of the vines and landing on monsters to mount them. Yeah, stuff like that would be cool. This is all miscellaneous stuff now, but <laughs> you can talk about you can talk about Monster Hunter if you want, Ben. I'll I'll make a cup of tea no, or something. I, I, I've got nothing I don't need to, to talk about that conversation. I have. You want to know? I have. I have. Sure, you don't want to talk about Monster Hunter because I could talk about that. I have exactly uh, five hours in the Monster Hunter series, and that was with World. So I have approximately twelve hundred hours wow. in the series. I don't have quite that much experience, but I have uh, like four hundred hours probably. I've got about a hundred in world. Yeah, it's just I, I six hundred in generations. I couldn't really pinpoint what it was about world that was drawing me in, other than like the other games never captured me. But the feedback loop in world is a lot more obvious and fun. I don't know. What I think it is. there are just a lot of like. It feels more streamlined. Yeah, the other games are very confusing There's a lot and of kind of jank. Shit in the older games, <laughs> I'll, like, I'll concede the, that. I think the older games had better, like more monsters. But um, I think there's a lot of weird jank, like yeah, and it's very hard to get into. This one is a lot more accessible. I think um, I I I still like Generations Ultimate a little more than World when I think about it. Uh, but like if they can, if the next game is more, it's like World, but I don't know, maybe some stuff from Generations Ultimate. Uh, I mean, like I think the, that the is more diverse. Built weapons do, and know? stuff i mean they've got a pretty good template to start with now with yeah Monster Hunter world don't they so i just love the like there are a lot of things in world that people might think are like superfluous but like i still get hyped up when hyped up when there's like a turf war yeah like, I, I love the turf that, that shit still gets me excited see like we were playing last night and you see like the anjanath fucking pick up the the, um, yeah, the engine F just the punctures the the neck and throws it around. <laughs> that shit's like, and then if you get shit like, one of my favorite turf wars that I saw was like, the um, the Odagaron and the um, the bat thing. I forgot the name of. Oh, uh, pa pal pal uh shit. Palumu. Rouge yeah, the Palumu. bat. Palumu, yeah, Palumu. When they have a turf war. And the Palamu is just in the air, like doing this gust of wind. 
Oda Garon just jumps up, yeah. you know, just bites into him, brings him to the ground. That shit's like, it's so cool. The the Oda Garon is also. I like, the, I like the how interconnected it all is because there's no loading screens. Yeah, and like it that's, just feels that's like my more... that is my favorite part about world the like the world aspect of it. Yeah, you um, mean like you have to track them. It feels like a real ecosystem. Like, mm. Yeah, it does. And I love that kind of stuff. And a lot of people would probably be like, that stuff doesn't matter. Like the, and I do admit the story they try to put in there is a little ham-fisted. <laughs> yeah, I like, never really cared. <laughs> but the the parts I liked about that story were like, oh, the uh, Zora Magdros is like creating new ecosystems. Like that shit's awesome. Yeah, like I love that. Well, it's like when it's focused more on the monsters and like what how they work inside the world. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, for yeah. ultimate th- stories, that sounds really good. like uh, that sounds like how you'd make a good Godzilla movie. It's just yeah, that's what, ma- that's what makes them fun to watch. Mm. And for ultimate, they have this really cool, um, essentially rivalry between you and one of the monsters. Um, it's just this really cool black dragon boy, um, called the Gormagala. And eventually, like you get to the final encounter with him. And he's shed his skin, and he's become like this pure white dragon that looks really fucking cool. And he squares up against you in this stormy, like cliff face, and it's just it's it's one of the coolest fucking things. I still really like. I don't want to go into detail because I'd like Liam to experience it firsthand, but I really like some of the later areas of world, like mm. the and you get like. Especially in the last area that they have, yeah. And you like you learn more about like the I don't even remember its name. It's like the Xena something or like the yeah, yeah, the Xena Jiva. Oh yeah, the, yeah. I just love that the whole idea of that fight mm. and like how it works and like I I just love the Elder Dragon lore and like I, I never expected to like Monster Hunter lore, you know. <laughs> but it's just so fun to learn about them and then like. And I just love how it ramps up. You start with some, like... I mean, if you're new to Monster Hunter, they can be kind of scary, the beginning, like the Bear-Off and the... Um, yeah. mm. That stuff. But then you run into stuff like the Anjanath. Um, the Battle Goose, I still have PTSD from fighting. That thing. <laughs> um, one one of my favorite... Just, I just mm. love when you get to the Elder Dragons, too. It's, like, one of... it's just this, like, this like slope. You get up to the top, and mm. it's, like, it's still hard. Even though you've progressed so far, uh, last thing I want to say is just Generations Ultimate as uh, final boss. Uh, it's called the Atel Car. It's it's essentially like a praying mantis sort of thing. It's this Ooh, gold dude. praying mantis, and like the whole the whole thing behind it is that you've you've heard that um, some some sort of monster has been moving cities, <laughs> and you're like, okay, yeah. what the fuck? It's gonna be huge. You go to it and it's just tiny. It's this tiny praying mantis thing. You're like, okay. It picks up, like, buildings with webs and, like, throws them at you. And then halfway into the fight, it just it goes underground. The music kicks up. The sandstorm kicks up. And it fucking comes out in a Jaeger in, like, a giant mech that it's built and just controls. And it's one of the coolest fucking things I've ever seen. Man, I love Monster Hunter. Yeah. I should play him at some point. I haven't, I, I, where would I start on a world? world. <laughs> yeah, I, I I like the older ones more, but I still say world. Okay. I still would pro- recommend getting somebody to play with that knows what they're yeah. doing, though, because it can it, even world can be a little confusing still. Like, oh, oh my god, it's yeah, the that's most right. accessible one. 
It's the most accessible one in the franchise, but like it's yeah. still a little. There are like a million menus that have do different things. It's like, but it's once you get much. into it, it's like. Uh, but if you, you have just... somebody that like I got into the I got in at three, and the only reason I got into it is because I had somebody who knew what they were doing to teach me. Yeah, okay. some someone taught me for ultimate as well. Um, like I tried getting into that on my own, and I just couldn't do it, and then. But once Eventually, you learn, I knew someone. It's like it's like nothing else. Like yeah, I don't want to hype it up too much, but like <laughs> I haven't really played a game that makes me feel like playing Monster Hunter. Yeah, like, In that especially case, when they added like could... mounting. Mounting is one of my favorite things to do. It's fucking Tell dope. Me. And I love that world has like you can run up walls. I don't know if that was in Generations. Uh, you can you can't run off like j run and jump off of the walls. You can like run, essentially onto a like climb up surfaces, but. Only certain ones, and you can't, like, leap off. Ben, do you want to be my Monster Hunter dad, then? I can. Teach me how to ride yeah. a Monster Hunter bike. We had the exact same experience when I got into the game. Like, Dan was Dan and somebody else was the dad, and we had, like, two, two <laughs> children trying to get in. Yeah, no, I genuinely the same thing happened with me. I had two parents, and, we, me, and me and my brother had two parents. Who taught us taught us the ropes? I think we all had two parents at least one point in our life. <laughs> and they say millennials can't be good parents, but yeah, <laughs> saying on un unlikewise. Right. Okay. Uh, coffee time over. Okay. Yeah. No. The rock. The rock's been tapping his watch for the past ten minutes. Yeah. He, he, he stored daggers at me when I said, "Let's talk about monster hunters." Uh, Okay, okay, I like it. Junji Ito presents Pong. Existential oh. horror or like spooky, scary jump scare <laughs> Existential horror. horror? Are you kidding me? Pong Existential is perfect horror. for that. <laughs> Every time you, the ball, you hit the ball, you get closer into the Pong paddle and you see texts written along it saying stuff like, why am I here? Why am I doing this? How did I get here? Was I born to do this? Why am I still cool doing this? Indie game. Where it's just like, why, why? you're hitting the ball back and forth, it gets closer and closer, and there's just text flashing on screen. Like your life flashes Ooh. before your eyes. Why can't I stop playing this game about <laughs> yeah. a ball? Whacking it, why can't like... I never leave? <laughs> <laughs> what if I die in this the game? game? Do I die for real? What? Ooh. Here's my thought. Okay. Ben, have you ever played the Bionic Commander remake? No, but I know okay. what it is. I know does, what happened, does... the, the twist. <laughs> Oh, okay, you know what the twist of the Bionic Commander remake is, okay. Um, I, I, I don't know, should I ruin it for Dan and Liam? Um, I don't know. What is this? So, okay, Bionic Commander... They remade, but, so the old NES game Bionic Commander, they remade it in like, um, they remade it in 2009 as like a gritty third-person action game. Isn't it Genesis, or...? No, it was an NES oh. game, I think. Yeah. Also, yeah. what are you saying Genesis for? You're not, a, you're not an American, like oh, he's sorry. too cool... Business, Sorry, uh, rubbing off on me. Oh, Bionic yeah, yeah. Commando, they gave him like a red and metal kind of arm. Yeah, they gave him they gave him a cool <laughs> spaghetti arm. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. do you know what the twist of that spaghetti arm is? No, what does it do? Okay, Dan, are you uh, King K? Are you okay with us spoiling, um, spoiling uh, game Bionic Commando two thousand and nine? Yeah, I don't care. I don't think anyone cares to be honest. But go I, on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is this a course? 
okay, you keep getting flashbacks to his wife who he had before he went to war, and you're like, hmm, this is a bit weird. I wonder why they're doing this. Right, turns out his wife's the arm. <laughs> what? Right, his wife had... Was his wife dying, or did they kill his wife? I can't... I think they killed her. I, I think no. I think his wife was dying, and he went she, to war. Wait, I, I don't remember. But like, I think it's all right. His wife was yeah. dying, and he went to war because he couldn't handle it. And basically, the Bionic Commando project. The okay, so the robot arm they can't just give you a robot arm because that's not going to work. It needs to have its own AI, but <laughs> they can't do like they can't program that. So they needed to make it cyborg. <laughs> they made needed to make it a cyborg arm, and. The way that they did that is that they needed a brain that could bond properly with the white uh, with with Bionic Commando, so they used his wife's brain. <laughs> God, it's so fucking and, funny. And put it put it in the Bionic Commando arm, and I think you find this out like twenty minutes before the end or something. And I don't think he cares that much. Huh. You know, I mean, <laughs> this seems maybe perfect. Dory figured it out. This seems perfect. So yeah. what I'm saying, it, it can work if if so, it worked for Bionic Commando, then it can work for Pong. Yeah, but so what I'm James, saying is the ball. So on. the ball in Pong is the wife's brain. Okay. Yeah. And the husband's <laughs> right. Pong. Okay. He's John Pong. Right. The plot twist at the end is that you've actually been hitting your wife's brain back and forth. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> This is how you were so good at Pong, because you were working as a team. The more you hit it, the more it shapes up to be a brain. Like, it just carves it out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it has, like, it's not very easy to hit. It has, like, crags and stuff to it, and just goes wildly off <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. That reminds me of a, a game that came out on Steam. It's like a dollar. Hold on. Uh, it, it has a very long title. Um, okay. Okay, so it's... Uh, Sometimes to deal with the difficulty of being alive, I need <laughs> I need this to believe long. there's a possibility that life is not real. Okay. <laughs> uh, what's the gameplay? Um. Well, many things. Okay. There, is it like WarioWare? No. <laughs> okay, that's a shame. It is. Dude, it's exactly like WarioWare. Oh. James, you'd love it. I don't think I. I don't even know how to explain it ben are you looking at it as well no but i'm just assuming uh, you probably would it's a dollar okay. it is one dollar so okay okay i like a cheap game yeah, it's, so that it's works for me fascinating i i can't explain it but that is what pong 2 should be we need to strive okay. for that right we should strive for that aesthetic we should go for abstract pong, yes is what i'm hearing cool pong. Okay. what if there was a side mode scale it back a little bit i want to introduce a side mode okay it's like the WarioWare micro games thing where they just come at you but like yeah. it's all different renditions oh, of Pong that's quite good games Ooh, you know I, I like that okay here's another idea what if you were playing pong but the ball was another game of pong <laughs> <laughs> so you're bouncing around the television which has a game of pong in it while also playing the game of pong inside that television okay is this like oh you could have it like a joystick game it's yeah. like a joystick shooter except you're playing two games of pong <laughs> yeah you use the left stick for the outside paddle and then you use the right stick for the paddle inside uh, the television yeah no that's good yeah all right and here's, here's an idea as well. We could do it like Super Hexagon, like you slowly um, zoom into that television 
where the ball inside that television is another television with Pong on it. Oh, fuck. And it keeps having an inf- like an infinite loop of Pong. Oh, no. And we call it Pong, except instead of an O, it's an infinity symbol. <gasps> Pong. <laughs> Pong. Yikes. Pong. Yikes. Yeah, no one, everyone, everyone's going to make fun of us. I don't think we can sell that in stores. What, Poon? <laughs> yeah, no, no. All the kids are going to be lining up for Poon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hate it when games, like, they put, like, they're like, oh, man, this will be, we're just in crazy typography with our title. It's like, driver free. We're going to have, like, the, the E be a free. I fucking hate it, because then I can't pronounce no, the game yeah, properly. Yeah, but Ben, you're actually incorrect, because it's not actually called driver, it's called drive freer. Yeah, and I hate it. <laughs> That's the name of the game, Ben. It's called Drift Freer. Like, Great. Like, like Fan Four Stick. Uh, it's awful. Do you know what I thought you were gonna say? I thought you were gonna say that you hated in games like when you get to the end of a shooter and then the shooter said you were the bad guy because you shot all the people, like in um, Spec Ops: The Line. Could we do that for Pong? Yeah, because what if the balls were like orphans? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if it turned out that you weren't a Pong paddle, but you were actually like a drone? Ugh. What if you and were the- a Nazi? <laughs> like right. how it's it scrolls in on the pong paddle and it just has the red armband on no, no. and it was like got so you. This is like a braid esque twist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the villain the whole time. Oh, how about how about the pong paddle is like seven other pong paddles band together and form a swastika. Oh no, I hate that. No, it, that it is turning less and from a the... game into uh, Nazi propaganda for the new age. And then, and then. <laughs> Pong three uh-huh. would be BJ Blaskowitz. Like oh, I see. Yes. Ah, yeah. We're maximizing profits I... this way too. Imagine so, an FPS the, game. The final boss of Pong three is you play BJ Blaskowitz and the protagonist of the second game, who I have not figured out the name of yet, at the same time. So like you've you've like okay, this is morphing into something else entirely. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Maybe we shouldn't. You, maybe we should not use Nazis for this thing that I'm about to say. Okay. But um, okay. So scrap that idea because I yep. don't want to. I don't want to. This idea is going to sound weird if one of them is a Nazi. But, uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. So like, if in Pong two you grow really close to this protagonist, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> okay, I can see why you don't want to be a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep going. In Pong two, you grow really close to this protagonist, but then, yeah, in Pong three, there's another one. Uh-huh. And then you you learn that they're like they're opposed. They're they're like they're on opposite sides of a war, and so the final boss is you control them both at the same time. Oh Pong colon the You sort of learn that you learn through gameplay that their struggle is meaningless because the the pong goes on forever. You can't shit. End like the game never ends because you can't finish the fight. Could it be half pong? Oh, you're not the fucking novel. master chief. You can't finish the fight. No. You know? <laughs> yeah, he, he's chilling outside the window. He ain't finished it. He, he's busy. He's busy driving cars in Forza. So oh, Ben. The, the big twist. <laughs> the big twist. So we have to set up in Pong Two before we yes. get to Pong Three. Okay. But the big twist we're aiming for. This is a, a high level, high galaxy brain play here. Is that right. Pong Three doesn't end. Like you can't finish the game. I like it. <sighs> We're gonna win so many uh, Game of the Year awards, man. <laughs> okay. I can't wait to sh- to shake Jeff Keighley's hand. <laughs> I have a que- I I have a question. So when they do a movie adaptation and we set up like the Pong Cinematic Universe, who are we getting mm-hmm. to do that? Like, we get Marvel. What? Can they do it? Keanu Reeves. 
Right. Oh. Yeah, Keanu Reeves will be Paul. <laughs> All we need is Keanu Reeves. We'll think Just of something. Stick afterwards. him in a room. Get I got a better idea. Start what if it was John Wick four, mm-hmm. and you know, like he does, you know, in John Wick where he goes around and like every room is a different baddie. What if the baddie was Pong? Okay. No, but then <laughs> what we, if we don't want to set up Pong Wick as an antagonist. <laughs> what if it was John Wick four, and he goes into like a room, and the room's like blacked out, and he's like, "I need a light," and then like a ball goes past him, and then it's a Pong <laughs> paddle. Okay. Yeah. And no, he just starts of fighting. The Pong paddle. It's Lawrence Fishburne. (laughs) It's Lawrence Fishburne riding inside of the Pong panel like he's Dr. Robotnik. Right. Okay. I like it. can work with that. Sign sign sealed delivered. The the entire plot of John Wick 4 we've just predicted. Wouldn't it be really good if at the end of the next... What's the next moment? Spider-Man? Yeah, so at the the end of the next uh, Spider-Man, he's sad... About stuff that happened in the movie where someone died or something. <laughs> okay. Um, and he's Uncle Ben died. This is a, this is after the <laughs> Uncle Ben died again. This is after <laughs> this is after the credits. Uh, he's he's crying, and then like someone taps him on the shoulder and he looks up and it's a pong paddle. And he's like, "I'd like you to join our team." And then it it does the Avengers song, but like. MIDI. It's just a MIDI, yeah. yeah. It's just a MIDI. <laughs> I want to look that up. That's perfect. We're going to make so much money. We are tying these and... into two sequels. We're going to get Game of the Year awards. we got two movies already in a universe. Okay, good. Yep, they there can we go. Do, they could do the Winter Soldier subplot where they have a bunch of Russians like in a secret base with like woolen manushka hats on and they're like, okay, it's time it's time to, to bring out the beast. And they open like a, like a really tall door and it's just full of Tetris bricks. it's time for them to go red actually that is a point like pong pong and tetris probably exist in the same cinematic universe here's what i'm thinking and pong versus tetris dawn of justice (laughs) pong is being held accountable versus tetris now hold on we can make that the sequel to pong pong versus tetris okay all right pac-man can cameo he's in there pac-man's the adjudicator how do you put tetris into pong I'm thinking you make it so the person who's playing Tetris is trying to block up one side of the hmm okay you mm. okay you're playing you're playing a game of Tetris um and then every time uh, the pong player decides to hit you um it like you adds a block a oh well if you lose a break then it's making it better or it yeah, could be a co-op game I was thinking it'd be like breakout where you're trying to you're trying to build bricks as quickly as the guy is getting rid yeah. of it. Okay. That might work. Yeah. Yeah, the guy has to get rid of the the okay. Tetris person builds as fast as they possibly can. So that they can So it's like the opposite of Tetris. You build as fast as you can, not to break them, but to stack it, it so far that you suffocate the other player. Like you yeah. break like their space and win. Okay. And maybe it's like player. to encourage still making lines like a Tetris game. Maybe that turns them into like steel blocks, which are harder to break. Ooh. Oh yeah. And if you T spin, yeah. it it reverses the controls with the other player. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it makes okay, every so time now, you T spin, it makes the idea, ball right? bigger. We have a solid oh. idea here. What if but you could? If, okay, sorry. What I if, just go on. No, no, no. I'll let you. Okay, I'll let you go first. Okay, I just, I just want to. So Pong is a very one control game. You use a like a 
paddle, you move it up and down. I want to add a button that just spins it. So that if you time it... spins the paddle? Yeah, if you time it right, you can, like, fling the ball really fast. Ooh. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say. Go on. I was gonna... Okay. If we have a solid idea... Mm -hmm. We do. ...for the Pong versus Tetris... Yes. What if Puyo Puyo? Also. Uh Aha. Okay. Pong versus Tetris 2. Oh, I know. Featuring Puyo Puyo. No, no, no. (laughs) It's... It's Pong versus Tetris. They they're against each other, and then they realize at the end they have a common enemy in Puyo Puyo. <laughs> Puyo Puyo. <laughs> <laughs> Puyo Puyo and Peggle have joined forces. We got Peggle now. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, this is getting this is getting really good. We're gonna. No, we need to make a. We need to make the MCU, but in game form. Yeah. Like, the MCU of 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 block breaking. It took games. me years to make this much money as a venture capitalist. We're making it all in a night. I know. We we're... do have to buy all these other IPs, but I'm sure they'll be cheap. Oh, yeah, no worries. Oh, yeah, no. Bar- bargain bin IPs oh, yeah. like Peggle. <laughs> and Tetris. No <laughs> one's doing anything with Tetris at the moment. No. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, seven companies own Tetris, so we'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Te- Tetris is a weird one. Yeah, the Tetris company technically owns all the Tetrises now, but there's still, like, 500 versions of it out in the wild. It's probably royalty-free or something, I don't know. We'll... They can't sell the DS version anymore because Nintendo no longer have the rights to make that <laughs> game. Which sucks because it's a good version of Tetris. And they had to buy the rights of Tetris 99 fucking times for Tetris 99. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, actually. <laughs> well, I mean, they have, like, 100 versions where, of Tetris on the screen. Where is Tetris 98? Yeah, where, yeah, where, where are the other 98 games in the series? To be honest, there are ninety. <laughs> yeah, there probably are ninety-eight the- games. <laughs> we were gonna pitch you rather than doing Pong two. We were gonna do Tetris two, and then and then Ben was like, "Hey," and then Tetris two actually Tetris three. Super Tetris three. Oh, Tetris two is the Super one with t- bombs, right? Oh, is yeah. it? Oh, yeah. And then there's like, oh, there's so many fucking Tetris games. Tetris, Tetris be wilding. How never many? Stopping. I've got to Google this. How many Super Tetris, Tetris three? There? What the fuck? List of Tetris games. Oh, God. Uh, Tetris the Grandmasters. There's like five of them. (laughs) Fuck, that's a lot of games. Oh, Christ. I think this might be 98. I'm just going to post the link in here and you can have a look. All of them are designed and developed by uh, Alexei Pajanov. What a wonderful man. Yep. He did that. Anyway, I think we've got game ideas. We're going to make a lot of Pong games coming up. Um, We're going to make a... We're going to make Pong movies, Pong horror games. We're going to make Pong Battle yes. Royales, yep. Pong vs. Tetris. Existential Pong's Pongers. Potential. Imagine the potential for Pong merchandise. This new Ooh. age Pong. Uh, Pong condoms. I think we should uh, capitalize on that. Mark. Pong-dums. <laughs> Pong-dums. There you go. Pong-dums. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, so... Pong theme houses. Pong, uh, uh, Pong-dos. <laughs> In... Uh, <laughs> oh, so right, oh, gosh. All, all we have to do now is sign this contract, I believe, that will like, you know, uh, I'm sure, I haven't read it, but it probably doesn't say anything bad on it. Uh, yeah, no, you, uh, you guys won't do that, that to pen, us, then. would you? No, no, no. Okay. Don't worry. It's all I'll by just, the book. Yeah, sign my name here. James, you sign your name. There we go, by book. Okay. Uh, there we go, boys. Uh, that uh, seems to be business done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, we 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 catch our flight. Okay. Yeah. 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 Don't don't worry about it. We'll, we'll be in touch. You know. 
Okay. But, uh, yeah. we, we really need to catch up. Like it's in like uh, it's in like five minutes. We gotta get yeah. out there. You know, like it's, it's fun. Oh, it's no problem. Like, we need to go right now. It's like the you, only you come flight. We're going to like we're going to Madagascar. They don't have an airport. Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There I mean, it is a film, so I wouldn't expect. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, but like, it's good ideas. Good ideas. Good, you yes. Know. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Very Great. good ideas. Well, right. Thank you very much, guys. I'll open the door for you. Yeah. Hope, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hope to do pleasure. Uh, hope a uh, pleasure do business. Hope to do it again in the future. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. We'll do that. Ah, there's those two wonderful venture capitalists gone. Yeah. Oh, Ben. Uh, while you're over there, why don't you have a quick look at the small print that was on that document? Oh yeah, I did take a picture of it before they left. Um. Okay. It says something here about. Signing off our entire company to them. Oh, do you think that was a what? typo? Let me have a quick. Let me put my. Let me put my reading glasses on, Ben. Uh, 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 intellectual property rights. Uh, oh, oh no, oh no, Ben. Yeah. I. Oh no. I think we just sold the company to that those venture capitalists. Oh no. For how oh, much? No, not again. Oh god! No wonder they wanted to get on that plane quick, smart. No, no, no thoughts about what. Imagine what they could be doing there. They're probably coming up with their own version of Game Overtime. Oh god! I bet they'll call it like OAM Overtime or something. Yeah, they might. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Know. I don't. I don't even want to think about it. But to, to, just say whatever the uh, the thing that you say at the end of the episode is, and we'll just wrap up from there. Oh no, James! They took the rock. Oh, no, Dwayne! No! <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> He's oh, right no. there in the contract as well. Oh, dang it. I'm going to miss Dwayne quite a lot. Mm. I'm going to dedicate the end of this episode to Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Okay. He was only with us for two episodes, but it was it was wonderful having him mm-hmm. here. And um, hopefully we will cross paths once again soon. Well, I guess I'll I guess I'll say the, the phrase anyway. Please don't, Ben. Please replace it with some soothing music. To say goodbye to the rock. Oh, um. <laughs> yep, there it is. <laughs> okay. okay, there we go. All right. Om- Omneopus okay. non ludere, uh, which is um, Latin for a goodbye, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs>